Welcome to These Amazing Places Podcast. This is show number 191 for the week of December 19th, 2011. Hey everybody, this is our Christmas show. Merry Christmas to all. And uh, this is Adam, and here's Doug with what we're doing this week. Hey everybody, this week, as we kind of said last week, we're going to be at the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. Um, we're going to start off talking about some of the holiday festivities that go on there, and at most of the resorts uh, across the uh, the Disney Paradise them. Anyway, um, so we're going to do that and we're going to get into some other general stuff about uh, stuff that's going on with uh, the Grand Floridian and uh, what the Grand Floridian is all about. So uh, that's it and we'll be right back. So here we go. All right. Um, okay. So be, so before we begin, uh, we want to talk about one thing that is very uh, a big announcement, huge announcement that just came out. Actually, it's kind of old news if you're into the Disney news all the time. And of course, we don't cover news all the time. So uh, whatever. December eighth is when this was officially announced. But Disney Vacation Club announced a new development project that the Disney Grand Floridian Resort and Spa is going to be featured and uh, become a part of a DVC resort. So, what does that mean? That means that just like they've done with all the other resorts, uh, they're building another building. Uh, it's strictly DVC. DVC points go there. Uh, and in the long run, you can book there, but it's going to be way cheaper for you to rent the points and use the points. Um, but it's, it's going to be a, a new section. Um, let me just read uh, from Disney's actual uh, press release that they, they say. It's going to have uh, Disney Vacation Club plans to build an estimated 147 villas as a part of a previous, previously announced expansion of Disney's Grand Floridian Resort, um, which is of course at Walt Disney World Resort and it is of course on the monorail, which we'll get into the Grand Floridian here in a second. Uh, this will be Disney's 12th uh, Vacation Club property, it's estimated to open in late 2013, which times it perfectly with the opening of final, final opening of Fantasyland. Isn't that um, amazing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all this stuff just happens to be, uh, I don't think it's a happen at all. It's just, uh, this has been planned, and that's what you're seeing now. Uh, stuff unfolds, of course. You know, you're going to see many more amenities and many more hotel rooms, basically. Yep. Open up, not just in the value resorts, but also in the deluxe. I actually today I already mentioned to Roy. I told him about it, and he goes, "Oh, I can't wait to to rent some points or not rent points. Could go check it out." So, of course, if you are a DVC member, you get an opportunity once this is built to use your points to stay there. So, very fun thing. Uh, if you guys want some more information, stay tuned to the show. We'll always talk about it, I'm sure. Uh, um, but basically, Disney did this because of their popularity with Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Being that it's right there next to the castle, of course, I'm it adds sure... more DVC-2 onto the monorail line. Yes. I mean, that's really a big part of it, uh, of trying to get as much DVC as they can on the monorail line. And so. I'm sure they're going to... Roy mentioned this to me. He goes, well, what are they doing with the wedding pavilion? And I thought, hmm, I, I'm sure they're probably going to make it so that you can still see the castle from the wedding pavilion, as far as I know. And, and then this DVC extension will, of course, have castle views sides to it i'm sure they will because what's the point of being at the monorail line and having all that if you don't get to see wishes and who knows maybe they'll even throw in a restaurant at the top or something where you can watch wishes yeah it's kind of like they, they've done that with bay like correct i yeah. think there's a restaurant I, on the top of it uh, you know i think i, I know the grand california uh, what in california is that what it's called that's in disneyland yeah no 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 what's the the one that's in the top of the contemporary oh the california the california grill, grill. there we yeah. go yeah wow yeah, well... Uh, anyway, so yeah, they probably will do something like that. Uh, maybe that's why we don't always see them adding so much sit-down uh, eating in the Magic Kingdom because they're going to put this so close. So. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, if you want some more information, feel free to go to DisneyVacationClub.com and get some more information there. Uh, stay tuned. They'll announce things as things develop. As always, I highly recommend, I say it all the time, 
DisneyParks.com slash blog. It's the Disney Parks blog. They talk about this kind of stuff all the time. And you can also a... go to the Orlando Sentinel. They yeah. actually have a, a whole section on just Disney. Yeah, I think they it's do called a, do a thing the every Daily day. Disney. Daily is... Disney and the Orlando Sentinel. If you just yeah. Google that, it'll come up. It's a great place to bookmark also. Uh, a lot of times you'll see stories more in complete detail than what you'll see them on the blog. So yeah. you watch those too. Or just listen to us and we'll keep you up on it. Yeah. Um, also, they have a Universal section too, the Orlando Sentinel does. So okay. if you're into the Universal and you want to check that out, of course it's right there. And of course it's a newspaper, so you're going to get the, the up-to-date news right away. They're always at the press releases. Uh, we didn't say this yet, but if you're not familiar, Harry Potter is going to be expanded in Orlando. Um, we'll talk more about We're it. We're going to talk more about that, next, that and a bunch of stuff on the yeah, very next show. Next week's That's going to go into news so. and stuff for all of it for next year. Uh, so yeah, just keep uh, keep an ear out for that show coming out next week. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to at least start off with that, that first bit of news to give you guys some info since it was pretty recent. Uh, very fun. I'm, I'm excited because I actually already mentioned it to Roy and he's like, oh, you want to try checking it out when it opens? And so, Well, anytime they yeah. expand at this point, let's face it, I mean, it's always something new. It's something new to go check out. Mm -hmm. um, and remember, everyone, you can rent uh, DVC points if you're not a DVC owner. Rent some points and go check it out, even if for nothing else. You know, rent uh, enough points maybe for a night. Yep. Go, go just see what the place is like. Yep. Probably be cheaper, too, a lot of times than staying, actually, as a regular guest in the, in the uh, Grand Floridian. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Oh, definitely. So because, this is, you know, well, there are many I mean, amenities to it. Yeah, we can probably go into that at some point. Yeah. Um, well, if they listen back well, to our DVC shows, yeah, we talk about true. that stuff a lot of times and break it down as to why it was cheaper. Uh, to stay DVC if you can get the rental points in a lot of different areas yeah. and how you get a lot more amenities than what you would get just as a regular guest and even a deluxe resort. So. Yep. Okay, so being that this is Christmas week, uh, the last show here before Christmas, um, uh, we wanted to at least give you guys a little bit of info on Grand Floridian. We've talked about it in the past, but it's something just added. Um, just to, add, to give the Christmas flair to the Grand Floridian show here. So we don't really have any notes specifically to that. Uh, besides when we get to the dining, we're actually going to talk a little bit more about Walt Disney World and booking dining during Christmas and Christmas Eve, like the actual days and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, uh, I would just encourage you, in fact, I'm speaking to Eric, one of my co-workers. He's actually, he just left... I think he's leaving tomorrow for Disney. Really? Yeah, which is kind of wow, crazy. All these bad. people from work are going yeah. and stuff. And Gee, I wonder why they work around you and so. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not, I don't think he's listening to the show this week because obviously he's down there. But, Eric, uh, maybe when you get back you'll listen to this. Uh, I encourage you guys, if you ever have an opportunity when you're down there during the holidays, do, Doug and I, when we were there in September and October, we checked out just the resorts, just walking around and checking them out. And during the holidays, this is an even better thing to do. It's a great thing to do, that too, in the evening. And a lot of the pictures you're going to see, I think I'm going to put a, together a video, too, for Grand Floridian. We did on this evening. Absolutely gorgeous, man, with the sun setting yeah. on the Seven Seas Lagoon and over to, even in the Grand Floridian and at the Contemporary. Mm -hmm. um, it was nice and cool out, even though it was a summer evening when we were there. It cooled down a lot. Uh, it's a great thing to do. Grab dinner at mm -hmm. one of the resorts and then move your way through the rest of them, especially if you stay on the monorail line. It was easy. So if it's if it's nice and awesome when it's not holiday time, imagine when it's holiday right. time. Oh, Can you yeah. imagine the Christmas trees, the gingerbread house? You know, there's... The Grand Floridian has a gingerbread house. You can buy gingerbread. You can get hot chocolate. You can see Christmas trees. You can see the decor. Um, it's just all decked out. Um, and it's just added on. The gingerbread house is a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, you can yeah. literally, I think, walk into this thing. Yeah, and I believe they build it every year yep. from scratch, yep. if I remember. And uh, the roofs are uh, slated with gingerbread, like, slates. They, like, make them out. They're real gingerbread. Really? Now, of course, those aren't the ones that you want to eat because yeah. they're hard by the time. <laughs> but they do sell those slots, the slates, um, in the thing, I believe. And... Uh, so, and of course, they sell them other places. And of course, if you go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you can get hot chocolate in that uh, as a part of your ticket option, I believe. Yes. yes. Just like um, the Halloween, we did the Halloween candy, we got it at ours. But uh, anyway, uh, just wanted to add that little flair in there that we encourage you to check out the Grand Floridian. It's at an Christmas. entirely different place. Not just the parks, but mm -hmm. the resorts are an entirely different place uh, when they put up the trees and all this starts. 
especially if you're staying there, if you'd ever think about that. A lot of people decorate their doors. I mean, they take this, they actually bring Christmas with them. Yeah. And so they do a lot of stuff on the outside of their doors. And so it makes it, uh, makes it even though maybe you're not at home, it still makes it a really great time. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. So now I say, you want to just go with yeah, the general info? Yeah, we're just going to go into general info now for uh, the Grand Floridian. And this is stuff that's going to be there 365 days out of the year whenever you stay. Of course, you know, we're not going to be able to add in stuff, specifics about the DVC, but as soon as that happens, we'll try to, oh, who knows, bump some points off Roy or something, who knows. Oh. Or Roy will go and he'll give us a report. Oh, definitely. That. So we'll know more about it at that point. Yeah. All right. So let's start off with uh, amenities. Basically, these are some of the things that you're going to get when you're staying in the uh, Grand Floridian. Uh, first thing, as we mentioned before, you are on the monorail line. So, uh, getting around, getting from place to place, getting over to the Magic Kingdom, it's very quick when you're on the monorail uh, line. Uh, the only thing that I've heard here recently is, of course, they stop monorail service an hour after the parks close. Yes. And so, even if you're on the monorail line and you stay past that one hour, you're going to have to take a bus back to your resort. Yeah. So, that's and, a problem. Yeah, I was trying to think about that. In reality, you're probably not staying out past it, because if you look, for example, our next things we're talking about, a lot of the things close at like 8 and 9 and 10. Right. And the parks generally is open. Now I know sometimes it's shorter than that, depending on the season. Um, but if there's, a, if there's a very merry Christmas party going on, that's open until later. So you know the monorail's open later for that kind of stuff but but yeah stay tuned to that uh the boardwalk is usually open a lot later than that so unless you're at the boardwalk and you want to get back to the grand floridian and you can't use the monorail because it's too late well yeah. just take a bus it'll it'll work out yep. but uh okay know. next uh we're gonna hit shopping and there's several a few shopping places within uh, the grand floridian first one is the looks like mickey mouse mercantile sandy cove and disney's photo pass are open at that point 8 a.m to 10 p.m the mercantile will be open I think we actually took a picture of it and yes. you mentioned in the audio. Look, it says 1929 and you said, do you know what the 1929 means? I may try to still grab that out of there. Put that in the audio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so basically that is what the year that uh, Mickey Mouse, Mortimer Mouse was first is, drawn. Is that what it I is? Believe, I believe. Man, I forget it, it if I said it back then. <clears throat> I believe so. that's what it was. Cool. Um, the next place is, place is Summer Lace and Commander Porters. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess you want to look it up real quick and sure. And let's see here. And the last place is called uh, Basin White. So you're gonna look up uh, the, the the other one. I'll look up real quick. See how fast we can come up with this. <laughs> okay, it looks like Basin White is a Bath and Body Products place. Kind of like, and I think I remember saying this in the audio again. It's like Bath and Body Works or one of those. Um, oh yeah. Of course, everything there is done in a Victorian flair. Um, so, uh, you know, it's like Bath and Body Works on, in a Victorian uh, atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, most of the places are gorgeous all through there just because they keep that theming up through everything. So uh, it would be a lot higher end than what you're going to see as going into your average mall. So did you find anything on the other one yet? I can go through this a little more. So they sell bath bomb barrels, bath foams, holiday soaps. And there we go. You can buy some of that. Bring it back to people. Gift baskets. They also do that. Uh, in the uh, Basin White uh, Spa Wax and that's something we'll get into a little bit later Moisturizers, they probably have a lot of stuff, shampoo bars, things like that so if you need something extra even might be a good place to go and stop and uh, and buy that while you're kind of uh, maybe staying in the Grand Floridian Should have guessed this but um, Summer Lace is just women's apparel and resort wear shop located on the first level of I, I was kind of guessing Floridian. that, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to say that, and then somebody's like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. So, okay. Well, most of these are, obviously, you're going to look at it, and you're going to be like, um, you know, I'm going to go there, or I'm not going to go there when you're staying, so it's, I don't think you're going to make a special trip to the Grand Floridian just to... Just to go by one of these shops? Yeah. No, I can't imagine. I don't um, know. Maybe you are. I, I don't know. Well, so. if you like to shop, I mean, it's, you know, one more thing that you could kind of do. Well... I feel like it's one of those things that you can just do, like, as you're touring around, hanging around. Just check out the shops like we did. In fact, we probably could have just, when we were standing there, like, recording the audio, we could have probably just talked about it. And but, Commander yeah. Porters, which we brought up, is also, it's like a high-end uh, menswear. Ralph Lauren, Tommy, Bahama, which I don't know, because I don't buy anything high-end. 
Uh, and you can also find Grand Floridian logo merchandise and golf gift items at Commander Porters. So that kind of discusses those a little bit. Okay. Right. Hey, you, so. you want to move on? Well, yeah. uh, Times Summer Lace Commander Porters, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Base in White, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And it's probably going to change depending on the season. So just yeah. check that out when you're there at the resort. Uh, when you check in, they'll probably already have all this information available for you in your room. And so. next, you know, they also have 24-hour room service there, which I could never afford. But if you're there and you're splurging and you want to just do something like that, it's 24 hours, which I thought was kind of cool still. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so next we can jump into the spa. Oh, yes. And what they call the sumptuous spa, uh, sumptuous spa experience. And guests are invited to explore two full-service spas at the uh, resort. The spa at Disney Saratoga Springs and uh, wait a minute, that's a whole nother well, place. Grand before, you, before you get them too excited about yeah. the spa, you have to realize that it's, it's closed right now. Right. It's not going to be open because of the construction with the DVC. So it's not going to open until early 2013. So the reason that it's saying here about Disney Saratoga Springs, because that's the only resort and spa open right now, so you have to go over to Saratoga oh, okay. Springs yeah. if you want to get use the spa festivities. However, um, I mean, we can just, it's a spa, so you're going to get all the normal stuff you can get. You can get different packages for short days, different packages for long days. Um, you can do different ones for different ages. So uh, there's a bunch of stuff in there available. Um, I guess if you, if you want any information about it, you can call 407-824-2332. Uh, it's available. It says it's available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. I'm not sure if that's the case for uh, Saratoga. They might actually extend the hours since Grand Floridian is closed during that yeah. time, especially in the summer when it's busy. I would almost imagine they're going to. So okay. And so then they also have uh, the Grand Floridian Health Club, which is kind of what it says. It's uh, just has uh, basically health-related equipment, exercise equipment, stuff like that in their. Uh, uh, let's see, it does say guests 14 years of age, uh, wait, guests must be at least 14, 14 years of age mm -hmm. to use the health club, 14 to 17 must be accompanied by an adult. It's open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. Yes. Okay. Let's Personal training is available and of course then there is babysitting and child care services available as well, just like there are in most of the Disney places. Um, but yeah, so basically the health club is pretty much adults and older older kids because it's equipment that's sized for older kids. It's not necessarily for little kids to be running around with barbells and dropping right. them on their feet and all, you know right. all that kind of stuff. So okay, and if you have younger children and you don't want to take them, of course, for the spa experience, um, there's several children's activities that you can choose from. Uh, you also must place a reservation to do these. But uh, those experiences are the Wonderland Tea Party, the Pirate Adventure, My Disney Girl, uh, Perfectly Princess Tea Party, and the Mouseketeer Club. You have to book these 90 days in advance, and you will need a credit card to book. Of course, you can book them. If you're booking through Roy, he can take care of that for you. Yep. Or you can book them through 407-WDW-PLAY. Uh, basically, the Mouseketeer Club, I, I also want to mention that since it's here. It's for younger kids, and it's a great place if you want to have parents' night out. So if you're there with your family, you want to have a good time with your spouse, have a little nice little date night at um, Victorian and Albert's, which we'll go to here in a, li in a little bit. Um, it's a good opportunity to have a little bit of babysitting to let you do that. Uh, it is, let's see... In-room child care is available for children ages 6 months to 12 years, um, but it's mainly for ages 3 to 12. The Mouseketeer Club accommodates for children ages 3 to 12. So obviously if they're real small, 6 months, you're going to have to do the in-room thing. And Anyway, just talk to them. Talk to the front desk, concierge, table will help you. Um, extra charges of these services do apply, so make sure that you pay attention to that. So. Okay, we're going to get into the water stuff now. Uh, essentially, it's going to be pools, anything that kind of has to do with water. So the Grand Floridian does have uh, two large pools. It says here that you can uh, spend time in the beach pool on the, or on the shores uh, on the shores of the Seven Seas Lagoon. Uh, you can splash around under the waterfall or on slide, or you can take a quiet swim in the courtyard pool. And near the courtyard pool is a hot tub for relaxing soaks. We do have pictures, and I think you'll probably see them in the video that I put up of the beach of course and the beach pool has seasonal hours the courtyard pool is open 24 hours so um, 
just keep that in mind. Um, on top of all that, you can also, because it's on Bay Lake, you, you can do the normal watercraft recreation that is available. In fact, we talked a lot about this when we were talking about some of the boat stuff from uh, the, uh, what do you call it, Wilderness Lodge. And there and are pictures. I've stuck them into our resorts okay. area on there, WW Resorts. And there are pictures actually taken from, uh, leaving oh. from Beach Club. You're talking about the on uh, Flickr? I'll, I'll just, on yeah, Flickr. on Flickr. Okay, yeah. cool. On our Flickr page. Um, yeah, so there's a ton of stuff here. One of the cool things, you can do specialty cruises with private dining. Um, you can do bass fishing. You can do a pirate's adventure. Uh, you can rent a pontoon boat. You can do sea racers. There's a bunch of stuff in here available. The specialty cruise actually sounds cool. Yeah. Eight to ten passengers starting at $250. Private dining is available. I mean, if you really wanted to set out and do an evening of something that would blow everybody away, mm -hmm. um, you know, and if everybody throws in, it doesn't look as outrageously expensive, but it would be, wow, great way to spend the evening. Uh, the Grand Yacht, private dining is available, 18 guests on the yacht, it's $480 an hour. Yeah. So, it's, uh, that's going to be expensive, but for 18 people, I mean, what are you going to be out, if you were out for two hours and 18 people, it's going to cost you a little bit of money, but... Uh, yeah, obviously, if you're talking about going out on a yacht, you're talking about uh, you're going to do something that's kind of splurging out yep. there. And so. Yeah, and, and in reality, the Grand Floridian is kind of splurging in a sense, depending on where you want to sit, where you want to stay, if you want a nice view and all that. It's it's it is a deluxe resort. Maybe we should have said that at the beginning. Um, yeah, just by the mere fact it's on the monorail. Uh, and it's DVC now, probably yeah. is going to throw it into that area of deluxe. So yeah, it's extreme yeah. deluxe, and, and and it's got that style of the grand uh, 1900s. Um, yeah, it's just got this immaculate, awesome, oh, large columns, it huge looks, um, ceilings. What is it decadent? Decadent, yeah, decadent, yeah, definitely. Good description. Yeah, I mean, so. and I don't know if I'll throw it in there. I might, uh, maybe as an outtake on the end of this. There's going to be some other stuff, of course, that's going to be thrown in there. Okay, but. Uh, when we first walked into it, I don't think I'd ever walked into the Grand Floridian, and I was like, wow, what the heck? Yeah. I mean, it's expansive. It's, honestly, it's huge, and you can hear, like, uh, we'll play some music here that you're going to hear from the piano player within the lobby, and uh, you're basically going to get to hear the expansiveness of the room that they're playing in. It's so huge. I mean, I'd have to say the ceilings would be maybe 70 feet. Yeah, they'd have to be everybody. Well, how many? Feet. It's how many floors is that? I think it's like five or six floors. Okay, so, so whatever right a story there. is times, yeah. I think it's like twelve or fourteen feet is a story. So there yeah. you go. So it's, you're around seventy to yeah. eighty feet. Yeah. It's amazing when you walk into it, and it's not just so that it's tall or anything like that, but it looks like every square inch is meticulously detailed. Yeah, marble, marble all over, and yeah. white and. Floridian, I don't even, White House, like the White House, sort of. It's like the colonial White House upscale. Yeah. Titanic. It reminds me of like the Titanic. The Titanic. That's exactly, you know I mean? that's exactly what uh, my wife said. That era. Yep. So. Okay. All right, you want to go into dining now? Yeah, let's head into dining. Okay. So, while, while we're talking about dining, we wanted to also talk about holiday dining. Um, we'll hit this first. Just to, This is a general term for Walt Disney World Resort in general. If you are there on Saturday, December 24th, or Sunday, December 25th, or you can actually do this also on Saturday, December 31st, and Sunday the 1st for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, there are only special restaurant uh, availabilities open um, because it is holidays, and of course the cast members like to have it off too. Now they're obviously working because the parks are open, and um, in fact, Eric, if you're listening to this again and you want to go back on uh, Walt Disney World, you do know that they are busy on Christmas, so in fact, the Magic Kingdom, I think, closes on Christmas quite often due to maximum capacity. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you guys probably already know that if you're listening to our show enough, but anyway, keep that in mind. Uh, so, as far as the holidays, uh, on Christmas Eve, you can eat at several places. Uh, in Hollywood Studios, it's 50's Primetime, Hollywood and Vine, and at the Disney Resort Hotels, you can eat at Citrico's, which is at the Grand Floridian. Garden Grove at the Swan, uh, Victorian Alberts at the Grand Floridian, and those are available. On Christmas Day, it's a bigger list. It's actually a ton more. Um, there's two, I'm just going to say two in Magic Kingdom. There's three available in, Dis in Hollywood Studios. Tusker House is at Animal Kingdom. Um, did I say Animal Kingdom or I meant Magic Kingdom at the beginning? I'm sorry. 
uh, Magic Kingdom, two at the Magic Kingdom, three at Hollywood Studios, Tusker House at the Animal Kingdom, uh, Beer Garden and La Cellier at Edcott, um, and then the Disney Resort Hotels has, several of them have all kinds of stuff going on uh, for Christmas Day. New Year's Eve, um, it's available, there's a lot more, and it's, it looks like it's a lot more open, and then it says on New Year's Day, bring in the New Year with a delectable brunch buffet and character dining at Chef Mickey's at Contemporary Resort. So, other than that, those are just special holiday, holiday dining experiences. Um, just be be careful if you're gonna go and you if you've done this before that's fine but I would just stay you know pay attention to what's going on it's a busy place and things may have a little bit of different feel especially if you're there on Christmas Eve Christmas and do remember Eve. now with the new dining option uh, that you're gonna have to reserve with a credit card and basically if you do not show up for your reservation uh, they're gonna charge you ten dollars per person that was in your group if yeah. you show up so uh, that's something that's fairly new, and so I just want to make sure that somebody does not forget that and end up looking at a charge maybe for $40, 50 $60 on your credit card, and you'll say, well, I never ate there, and that's the reason why. So mm. make sure that if you're not going to make it, that you cancel your reservation and leave it open, open for the next uh, party to come in. Okay, food so, options. There's a ton. Um, yeah. Okay, so we're back to Grand Floridian here, and this is everything that's available. Uh, the first one's called 1900 Park Fair, uh, ranges from $15 to $36 or $36 to $60 depending on lunch or dinner. Um, it's basically meet Alice in Wonderland, Cinderella and other Wonder Wonderland friends while you dine. Uh, American Cuisine selections uh, furnish the buffet and the atmosphere is festive, the decor whimsical. Okay. So it's great if you have kids and they, it's kind of like character dining, very upper scale. Well, that's what your second one here is. The second one is the Cinderella's Happily Ever After Dinner at the 1900 Park Fair. Yeah. So, so this is just with Cinderella. This is not with all of them. Yeah. Uh, it's an all-you-can-eat dinner buffet with seafood, salad, pasta, and beef specialties. And then there's also a supercalifragilistic breakfast at 1900 Park Fair. Um, also, um, yeah, obviously egg, sausage, breakfast spreads, and all kinds of stuff on a bountiful buffet. That's going to rain... As it does for a lot of buffets, fifteen dollars to thirty-five ninety-nine. Okay, special and unique dining. We've got. Uh, in fact, we should probably just talk about Victorian Alberts. Um, I don't know if we're repeating ourselves here. Yeah, Victorian Alberts is later, but there are special things that you can do within Victorian Alberts. For example, the chef's table. It's a three di dining option that has an award-winning restaurant. Includes the chance to interact with the chef while 10 courses are prepared for you and up to 10 people. This is expensive, and, but it's three hours, I mean. And it's private, so you're not more than just you and the 10 people, or if you're not there with 10 people, up to 10 people, I'm sorry. Um, I think they do put, if you book, if it's just you and your wife or your spouse or whoever, um, they will put you with another group, so it's not like you get it private, just you two for that hour, or for those three hours. And this is over $60 a head, so just be prepared. This is something that you're going to do to absolutely splurge uh, for a lot of people, I think, once yeah. in a lifetime. Or, yeah. uh, yep. Uh, there's also the Queen Victoria's Room at Victorian Alberts. This one I'm not familiar with. Um, yeah, it looks like it's just the Queen Victoria's Room um, within Victorian Alberts. But, there, of course, you can just go to Victorian Alberts, and that alone by itself is expensive. Yeah. It's already... Uh, it's also, once again, I mean, uh, over $60 for that. Um, but some people maybe they don't want the character meal. They want to eat a nice dinner, which is right. the husband and wife or anniversary or something, and that's what this would be made for. Yeah. Also, keep in mind you don't have to stay at the resort to eat at those Absolutely. these places. That's right. I mean, like by all means. In fact, if you're doing this and you haven't tried out Sanaa, go to Sanaa at yeah. Disney's Animal Kingdom, Kidani Village, because that that place is awesome. It's a it's a unique experience. But anyway. Uh, Rabbit okay. trail there, so... <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, okay. Um, and then there's... There, yeah, this is kind of jumping all over the place, but uh, there's a quick quick service uh, location called Gasparilla, Gasparilla Grill and Games. It's available. So it's a 24-hour arcade and restaurant. Food meets fun. So it's a pretty cool place. Sandwiches, salads, pizzas, and burgers. Uh, more... Fourteen ninety nine and under, so... And that's obviously going to be more laid back, relaxed kind of mm -hmm. uh, crazy environment. Great for kids. Yeah. Family. Um, the chef's domain at Citrico's 
It's, med it's a Mediterranean cuisine. Uh, you can do... Get this a close is definitely made... It just says for groups. Yeah. Of up to 12 people. But then... But that's just the chef's domain. Then you can just go to Citrico's if you just want to go to Citrico's. And this is... Uh, it's uh, basically an American cuisine infused with Mediterranean flavors such as seafood, steaks, pasta, and other vegetarian options. And they really do set these things aside. I know some people might say, what the heck is this? But it truly is. A lot of people go there for the culinary experience. Mm -hmm. And this is, I mean, hence the reason why you would uh, do a three-hour dinner and pay this kind of money. Yep. Um, so definitely, uh, I, from what I've heard, uh, uh, Citricars is supposed to be amazing. And so is the next one, which is Narcusis. And so you're kind of looking at the same price range, $36 to $59.99? The difference between the two, Narcrisis is based on seafood. So you're right. going to get more seafood there. Uh, you can get filet mignon, you know, those, it's a higher end. But Citrico's is not, um, it's more Mediterranean American. So it's pastas, that kind of stuff. So, but anyway, I'm sure there's available things. Check out the menu when we were there. Narcrisis had the menu, I believe they had it posted outside yeah. the Yeah, I think restaurant. we have a picture of it. Awesome. So I might so try they, to stick to all this stuff. If you don't see it in the video that's going to come out, just go to our Flickr site, and it's going to be in there. Yeah. It's all tagged, too, so you, you can and, see or it. Or if you just go to the uh, resorts uh, set, you can look at everything that's going to go on that we have cool. uh, that is aligned with the resort. Cool. Um, okay, and then Victorian Alberts, which, of course, is a seven-course meal of a modern American cuisine with classical influences. I've heard that this is the only... Now, this is one I heard it a couple years ago. It was the only five-diamond um, dining experience in, I think it's Orlando, the Orlando or area. Florida, even, I think it, it might even be Florida. But it's five-star, five-diamond, which is... This is, like, you... Beyond, this is the best experience you can get, I think, is what Five Diamond is. It's the highest award or, or highest ranking. So anyway, check it out. It is expensive, though. So, um, Like, it's not something you can do all the time. But, yep. you know what, if you're celebrating a 10, 20, 25-year anniversary, it's not the time, you know, to say, hey, let's go over to Red Lobster. And it's great. I'm not putting that down, if that's well, what somebody wants to do. But if you're heading to Disney... Then, and you want to do something like that, that's the reason why they set these things aside. Right. And you would think, well, how many people are going to go there? Well, you know, there are a million visitors or more a year to Walt Disney World, and for them to only pick up, you know, uh, a third of 1% would be enough people to fill this dining room all year long, pretty yeah. much. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, there's plenty of opportunities to splurge at the Grand Floridian. Um, there's also the Grand Floridian Cafe, which is just American food, um, very light, this is very casual, nothing, another thing, another opportunity for you to check out if you're there just to hang out for your vacation, you don't want anything high and upscale, even though you are in the Grand Floridian, obviously, you can still wear your Mickey ears and t-shirt and shorts around the Grand Floridian, you don't have to be dressed up like a bellhop in order to do, <laughs> do things, Exactly. it's still vacation, so it's still fun. Um, that, that price is $15 to $36, um, and $14.99 and under for, looks like it's probably for lunch and dinner. Yeah. It's different prices. Yep. Okay. Then there's lounges, which I remember, didn't we see those people, remember how it was like the second or third level we saw this lounge? It was Yeah, we were looking up at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can see it from outside. That, though, was, we already went through it here. Oh, that was the Grand Floridian Cafe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's just... Uh, the, I, I could be wrong, but I believe that's what it was. Okay, cool. Uh, then there's three lounges. Well, they have three lounges here, but it's really just other ones. So Citrico's Lounge, which we've already mentioned, um, but this is just an additional... It's just a cozy bar. It says Citrico's is a cozy bar at the Citrico's restaurant. It serves international wines, especially martinis, cocktails, espresso, and light appetizers. All right. So it's basically a place to wait until maybe your reservation comes up. Excellent, and it's a great place to get some coffee, it looks like, so cool. Uh, afternoon tea at, at Garden View Tea Room. I've heard this is awesome. In fact, this is like an, it's one of those out of the out of ordinary it's experiences. It, it's what it says. Yeah, yeah I'm not even reading it here. Yeah, uh, it turns back the clock to serve afternoon tea in grand British tradition. Scones, tea sandwiches, and desserts are among the treats. So there you go. If you're listening and you're from uh, England and you're coming over and you want to check it out, you, you can't miss your tea time. There you go. It's an awesome place to check out. Uh, and then, finally, Misner's Lounge. Let's see here. This cuisine, American location, is in, of course, in the Grand Floridian. 
sample light snacks and selections from a full bar with vintage ports and brandies. Listen to the lobby orchestra while enjoying views over the beautiful garden. So, In fact, when we were there, we didn't even have time to go all the way around the resort. Because no. we were trying to get all the monorail resorts in um, Magic Kingdom. And uh, we weren't doing this in a full day's time. We were doing this when we arrived that day. We arrived, we ate dinner at uh, Sanaa. Yeah. And then we started out. So we, of course, saw the Animal Kingdom Lodge first and then came over uh -huh. and started at the Contemporary, correct? Yes. And then monorailed through the rest and then came back. So. Yeah. So so the timing, unless you really are close to this, is probably it's going to take you a lot of time to cover every square inch of it, but to hear and see all the different views and stuff. If you, yeah, if you wanted to, to set out. up, instead of going to Sanaa, if you wanted to set up a dining reservation, at some place on the monorail line, it's going to be much easier then for you to exactly. move along, jump out, because we had to make the drive then from the lodge over, and they wouldn't have to do that if they just dine on the monorail line somewhere and then see the rest of them from there. Yep. Uh, something else I want to point out that's on Disney's website, they have accommodations for business meetings, and it, so it's a convention center that offers over 40,000 square feet of flexible meeting space and function space. So it features you know, wireless internet, uh, state-of-the-art sound systems, all that stuff. If you know anybody or if you are a person that wants to have host something of your company, uh, this might be a place you can check out. Um, I know the Contemporary has a space available as well. Um, but anyway, it, it is an addition to, you know, obviously if you're a guest and you're just hanging out for vacation, you're not going to want to spend time in the business meeting areas. But uh, it is also cool if you check out, if you, I don't know if you're like me, you have a budget maybe in your company to go check out. Um, a conference or something and the conference happens to be at Disney World well you can look up where it is it maybe it's in the Grand Floridian and then of course you're right around this area and it's very cool to check out so yeah um, if you're planning you can call 321-939-7129 go to Disney World's website and click on the Grand Floridian info that's where I'm reading this from so anyway okay and okay so we wanted to jump back to the beach thing right yes we want to jump back because it's kind of this is an entertaining this will be the entertainment portion of uh, just a couple of things that you can catch. And so the first part of that would be from the beach. And technically you're going to see what would be considered to be the electric light parade, but it's done on the water. Yeah. So it marches oh. across the Seven Seas Lagoon. We actually do have some like, pictures of this. Oh, okay. That I can put up. Um, anyway, uh, they're going to be taken actually from the uh, monorail side. Where we were waiting to get on the monorail. Yeah, you yeah. see it going up through Seven Seas again. Cool. But many people will set up their spot, get a chair, sit out on the beach, and watch this thing go by. It's basically like people sitting and watching the parade. Yeah. And that's and they've done this for 30 years. Yeah. I know. It's everybody. For almost a long time. The entire time that they've been open. Music plays. It's very... I don't even... You can't see people on it. It's just like this automated boat thing. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of fun to just watch. It's very relaxing. You can grab your coffee or whatever and have a have a good enjoyable uh evening either after wishes or before wishes depending on the time of the year because i know when wishes plays sometimes they'll do well they don't do wishes more than once but it it's going this sometimes goes twice and wishes in, in between and, and different things well, like that yeah so. or if you're there let's say for mickey's not so scary and so whatever you've seen let's say you you've seen the fireworks from there or you've seen wishes yeah. or whatever this is a good time then to cut out get out of the parks head back over and you can sit on the beach and it gives you something to be entertained by mm -hmm. uh and then whatever go grab a, a bite to eat or do something even after that cool and okay. the last thing is well the last entertainment type thing the, well i don't know if it's the last but it's another piece and we have some audio with this. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, It's actually yeah. the piano player. Okay. Um, and so in this clip that we're going to play, you'll actually hear the expansiveness of the main lobby uh, and how high the ceilings are and everything. Um, and, okay, yeah, anyway, Adam's just showing me something else here, too, that we didn't hit. So um, we'll come back to, yeah, we'll come back to this. Play the audio first? We'll play the audio okay, first. Right. Yeah, and so Adam and I basically walked in. Uh, we heard this when we first came off the monorail. We could hear them playing. But the clip that you're going to hear is kind of when we were down on the main floor and we got a little closer to them. Uh, it's always difficult. We had to kind of almost walk circles around the piano player because every time that you would grab a spot, people would jump in around you and they would start yelling or doing whatever. Well, So we just kind of get making yeah. circles around the person. Trying well, to, I know we were walking yeah. and w looking and at the same time I just turned the recorder on because right. I didn't want to have to 
think about standing there and looking awkward yeah. <laughs> with the microphone in somebody's Recording, face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you play a little louder, please? Yeah. Anyway, so that's what you're going to hear here. It's just a little, uh, little piece of music, maybe a couple minutes, but it's going to give you a good idea of how things sound when you're going to walk into the Grand Floridian. So have a listen. Okay, and uh, we'll jump back into uh, the things now that uh, Adam wanted to hit on, and that's actually... Yeah, one last thing, the room types and pricing. Um, now, there is a lot here, because I'm not going to go over all of it, but the fall pricing, being that we're in the fall season right now, uh, these prices do work on the weekdays. Um, you Basically, it changes depending... Uh, just like Disney World, it's, they've got their different seasons. It's always cheaper on the weekdays. If you're booking package deals, it's always cheaper. Yada, yada, yada. And please remember once again, everybody, if you're going to spend two to three days in one of these resorts, the Deluxe, and you're not going to do DVC, one of you, go and get an annual pass. Because you're going to recoup the price of the annual pass in two to three days uh, off the discount that you're going to get uh, in your room. Um, by just having the annual pass. So I would definitely say if you're going to do something like that, one of you buy the annual pass just for that. And it, yeah. it pays itself off within that amount of time. Yep. So anyway, okay, shoot. Okay, maximum occupancy for this room is called the Outer Building Garden View. Uh, price is, uh, actually I'll just tell you, the Garden View room is a view of the courtyard, marina, or pool area. Uh, it is $465 a night. Okay, Very remember expensive. now, you can get up to 40% with the yeah. annual pass. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you're talking about getting 200 and some dollars off per night, obviously, a couple days and the annual pass is paid for itself. Okay, uh, that's the cheaper prices. So here we go. Outer Building Lagoon View, which is the Lagoon and the Seven Seas View, $530. Um, outer Building Theme Park View, which gives you, of course, the Castle View. That's $570 a night. Uh, then we've got Outer Building Deluxe Room Garden View, which is $545. Um, standard Club Level, $590. And then it just continues to climb and climb. And the concierge. You can go, let's see, let's see, here we go. Let's go to the highest price here, just to give you an idea. You can, build, you can book an Outer Building One Bedroom Suite Club Level, which is an Outer Lodge One Bedroom Suite, offers views of the courtyard pool, and is located on the Outer Building's uh, includes a bedroom with two queen-size beds, parlor area with queen-size sleeper sofa, and two baths. $1,190 a night. Wow. Yeah, and let's do, <laughs> let's just, let's just say, okay, I'm the, whatever, I'm some famous movie star, and you're listening to our show, and you just want to go book it, and you don't want to buy DVC, because you don't travel very often. 
Well, the main building Grand Suite Club level, which is a two-bedroom Grand Suite located on the main building Royal Palm Club, uh, offers Disney's Magic Kingdom theme park and panoramic view of the resort hotel property. It is $2,300 a night. <laughs> <laughs> Buy that annual pass. <laughs> buy the yeah. annual pass. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Or, wow. or go buy DVC. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's, the, that's 25% <laughs> of your DVC right there. Exactly. Well, and the DVC is obviously. You're One gonna, night. You could find accommodations like that. Okay, we don't have anything to compare to there, but if you stayed in like a Grand Villa over in Bay Lake, you're going to pay some, less than that yeah. per night oh, yeah. uh, on DVC points. And... It's going to be as nice, or probably it's going to be nicer. I think probably nicer accommodations than what you're going to get by staying as a regular guest. Yeah. So I know that this is completely out of the range of a lot of people, <laughs> but you know what? I don't know. I, I don't know if somebody just says, I've got this money and I want to splurge. And so Adam and I are always like, always like that's great that you're going to splurge, but still at that, why not still get the most you can out of that money? Exactly. That's what I say, you know. I mean, if you can stay for a week in some ridiculous, I mean, outrageously fantastic accommodation instead of staying two or three days. If we can get you the same for a week, then why, why wouldn't you do that? Plus all the perks that comes with it. Yeah, all the dining discounts DVC, yeah. and all yep. the special. The, the Mickey monitor, well, that's the annual pass comes yeah. with the Mickey monitor, but uh, you get a DVC catalog with it. You get you can email DVC membership. You get special treatment for things, whatever. Anyway. So, all right. So, anyway, I wanted to at least put that in there to give you guys a price range. Um, uh, highly recommended if you're on a budget and you want to do one of these deluxe resorts. Wait for the free dining to come through. Book a deluxe resort. Book it on a special time when it's not a busy season. You get cheaper discounts. It's a uh, it's lower rate than this cheapest rate, and it's just it just works better for the overall package deal for you to be able to spend spend some time at uh, the Grand Floridian if you're interested. And please just plan. I just talked to somebody about this just a few days ago, um, and how just a little planning will save you so much money and make your experience so much better. Um, and it just kills me when I hear people say how much money they spent and how little, actually, and you know it was maybe a lot to them, but how much more I know that they could have done for the same amount of money. Yeah. And so that's yeah. the reason why we're on here yapping about this every week. Yes. Because we're just, <laughs> I, it's just, I don't want to see that happen to people. Yeah. And when I hear somebody tell me they had a bad experience because of this and this and this at Disney, and they're all things that, that could have been corrected, they could have been straightened out ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, it just, yeah, it drives me, it drives me mad. And please, 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 if you, if you know anybody or if you yourself are going and you just don't have the time to put into it, we've done a lot of the research already. We'll do it for free, by all means. We and want you, you know, to have a Roy, good experience. I mean, so. Roy is there. Yeah. Roy is actually, this guy is steeped so deep into Disney mm -hmm. and all of the things. I mean, he's a DVC owner. He is steeped in this. Roy loves Disney. He has the uh, same passion for it that we have. Uh, he's just done a lot more there over yeah. the years. And so he can walk you through uh, so many different things that you could never even think of. Uh, things that maybe we've hit in the, what, 191 shows, 190 shows yeah. that we've done here. Um, and he can do that probably within talking to you. Alright everybody, well hey, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the show this week. Hope you guys have a safe Christmas. Uh, it's been quite a crazy month for me, but I am looking forward to the day after Christmas when things settle down. The traffic is not as crazy. I was out, I think I went out to get some coffee. I went to just go get some coffee yesterday afternoon. Oh, which it's just is, insane. It was Saturday afternoon yesterday, and I was like, are you kidding me? I am just trying to turn left. Just let is, me turn left. And remember, this is a struggling economy. <laughs> come on, I mean, come honestly, on. I'm ready to say, uh, you know, can we just build monorail here in town so seriously? that I can get around? Well, Most people would laugh, too, because we live in a small town comparatively. Yeah. Uh, I mean, That's true. even our major city not, here is, you know, Caltown kind of, and so, um, yeah, when well, we talk about traffic, it's still, I don't care where you're at, bad yeah. traffic is bad traffic, so. Yeah, it's true, it's true, but anyway, yeah, so anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying listening to the shows, we'd love to hear from you, um, check out our stuff on uh, Flickr, YouTube, all the other things. Give us a review on iTunes. Yep. I noticed we have a couple more up there, so. Thanks a lot. If you have already done that, awesome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh... Can't say that enough. Um, other than that, yeah, we'll, we'll keep chugging at it. We've got uh, more things on the 
on the docket to do as Doug will hit Disney more. We'll do some more Universal. We've got Boston some more, New York City. Uh, next week's show will be more about we still have what's Washington, to come. DC. Uh, I'll be in Chicago also in March. Okay. So Cool. A lot of stuff to cover. Um, but, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, other than that, I say have a great week. Enjoy your Christmas holiday. Stay safe and have fun. See you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2011. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'll be a nicer recording. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm still rolling. All right. Chimony. <laughs> There's a cow across the floor. Mm. Oh, I guess we'll just start with it. Yeah. Just go with it. I'll turn the music up louder. Yeah. <laughs> I should play this for, for anybody who wonders why the music's so loud sometimes behind us. It's to uh, yeah. mask all of the crazy noises in my house. Yeah. And soon it'll... Soon when I edit, then we'll be over Skype and it'll be a little easier. Yeah. Well. It's crazy. Recording over Skype has less noise. <laughs> well, that's true. That's funny. That's funny. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give you a good clean break here. Yeah.